wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Being excellent amongst the mediocre is hard to do. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is do not fear excellence. Now, before we get into this, let me, as I always do, Tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who is in my text community. And I think you would be smart to receive that daily motivation text. Here's all you have to do to affirm that I'm correct is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out my daily motivation text, you, yes, you will be a recipient of that message that's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point every single day. That number is listed down below in the show notes as well. So text me. So the next daily motivation text that comes out tomorrow morning, you will be receiving it. Now, let's get into our topic here of not fearing excellence. First of all, let's get a definition of what this word excellence means. So I know that, you know, we're all on the same page of what I'm talking about. The definition of excellence is the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. This is all about what this this episode is about is about you performing at your highest possible level relative to your abilities which means it's possible for everybody. So excellence is not some arbitrary standard. It is based on what you are capable of, which means it is within your realm of possibility and making excellence a standard instead of a random occurrence. That is what is about here today. And there's a reason why I'm telling you do not fear excellence because that's one of the reasons why people don't hit it. It's not because people don't have standards or actually one of the reasons is people don't have standards, but is a bigger reason than that. There's a deeper reason to why people don't have the standards and why people don't make excellence their standard. That's what we're going to talk about here today, not fearing excellence. Point number one, the biggest challenge to sustain excellence is not that you are incapable of it. It is not that you don't have skill or talent or 
the necessary motivation. All of those could be symptoms, but that is not the reason and is not the biggest challenge. The biggest challenge to sustained excellence, folks, listen very closely. This is a very important point. And some of you need to write this down, is that you are surrounded by mediocrity. The biggest challenge to your potential sustained excellence is the fact that you are surrounded by mediocrity. Now, there are symptoms, as I just mentioned. You may have some symptoms of not having sustained excellence, like you're not motivated, like you're inconsistent, like you're not disciplined, like you just don't always feel like it, like you feel like you don't have the skill or the resources or the time or the whatever other reasons you give. Actually, never. I have thousands of people in my text community. And when someone comes into my text community, any of you who are in it, you have seen this. When you come in, usually I ask you a question like, what's the challenge you're dealing with right now? And people tell me whatever the challenge is. And then I follow up by asking you something like, okay, why is that a challenge? How is, why is that happening? How long has this been a challenge? What have you done to try to solve it? Why do you think this keeps happening? Why has this been a sustained issue for you? I ask people this question and never, ever have I ever gotten anyone to give me the answer? The reason I have this challenge, Dre, is because I'm surrounded by mediocrity. And I know there are maybe many reasons why I don't get that answer, because to say that would, first of all, it just sounds weird for anybody to, first of all, say that as a reason why they are doing what they're doing. Secondly, it's you kind of putting it on other people instead of putting it on yourself. And maybe people believe, and actually you'd be correct to think that I probably wouldn't accept that. But this is one of the main reasons why people can't sustain excellence is because they're surrounded by mediocrity most of the time. Many of the times when I ask somebody, why do you believe you had the challenge that you have? People will put it on themselves, which you should do, which is, hey, I'm just not doing it. I'm not following through. I'm not being consistent. I'm not being accountable. You know, I need somebody to keep a foot in my ass. I need somebody that I need a system. I need a process. And usually it's something about eyes, about looking in the mirror, which is what you should do. Again, here at Work On Your Game, we always bring the conversation back to the person in the mirror. But here's the thing that you need to understand. It's bigger than just you. But most humans are mediocre. Most humans are mediocre, average. They spend their lives going through the motions. And most of the people that they deal with are just like that. Most of the people who you deal with are like that. They are mediocre, average. They're going through the motions. And because you're around them all the time, their influence rubs off on you. What did we just talk about yesterday? type of people who you want to have around you. I told you, I referred you to other episodes. I told you the type of people to avoid and the type of people you need to get in your circle in other episodes, previous episodes of the show. You need to go listen to those episodes so that you can start getting intentional and conscious about the kind of people you are associating with. Everybody here is familiar with the law of association, right? I talked about this in episode 1880. You become the average of the people you spend the most time with. It doesn't matter how many of them it is. It could be three, it could be seven, it could be 12. You become the average of the people you're associating with most. Who are you associating with? Who are you talking to every day? How many mediocre people are you associating with on a day-to-day basis? I mean, deeply associating with. I don't mean, all right, they work at your job. Okay, that's cool. You might have to talk to them because they work there. I'm talking about the people who you choose to associate with when you have a choice whether or not to associate further besides the high and by. How many of those people are mediocre that you are choosing to associate with on a day-to-day basis? You should really think about this because you are becoming them because of the law of association. Again, this is the law of association. It's not a theory. It's not an opinion. It's not a hypothesis. It's a law, which means it's going to happen no matter what you do. You can't rebuke this one. 
And the biggest challenge to your sustained excellence are the mediocre people you're around all the time. Because we are social creatures, we are inclined to become more like the people who we are around. And it's very hard to be excellent when you're surrounded by mediocrity, because now you're in an energy clash with people who are mediocre. And they've been mediocre longer than you've been at least attempting to be excellent. It's easier to be average then, because they got more experience than you at being mediocre than you have at being average. So they're going to beat you. And it's more of them. It's more of them. And they have more experience than you. You're facing an uphill battle. It is easy to be average like everybody else, because when you're being average, what can you do? You can blend in and you can just fade into the crowd and it doesn't draw any extra attention. It's much harder to be excellent amongst mediocre people because you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. It's hard to be excellent, period, because you're going to stand out because most people ain't excellent. Most people don't even know what excellence smells like, let alone could they be it. And it makes people uncomfortable to stand out when you're doing something different than what everybody else is doing. Being excellent amongst the mediocre is hard to do. Is a habit that you have to develop. You have to kind of build some thick skin to deal with the scrutiny that comes of being excellent amongst a world full of mediocre people. So this is what we end up doing. And this is what leads to the symptoms of I'm not disciplined. I'm not following through. I'm not being held accountable. I'm not focused, et cetera, et cetera. The usual reasons people give for not doing what they're doing. What we're actually doing is keeping our potential excellence tucked away and we comply with what's acceptable. And what's acceptable is mediocrity. That's what leads to I'm not disciplined. I'm not accountable. I'm not following through. I'm not focused. I need to work harder. I need to wake up earlier, et cetera. The usual excuses people give is because you're surrounded by mediocre people. This is why you got to get around excellence. This is why masterminds, programs, accountability groups, courses, conferences, coaching. This is why these things matter. So that you are associating with excellence on a regular, consistent basis. And even if you're talking to other people who are on the excellence train once a week, the fact that you just talked to them yesterday, now you got to deal with the mediocre people for the next six days. You know you're going to talk to the excellent people again in seven days. It'll keep you more intentional and conscious about it, which makes it easier to deal with the mediocre people. This is why those things matter. Point number two, today's topic again is do not fear excellence. Number two, when you realize the potential of your excellence, What's going to happen is there will be a feeling of discomfort simply because it's different from what you're used to doing. When you realize how you could get on the excellence level and stay there, it's uncomfortable because it's not your normal way of operating. You're outside of your comfort zone and the comfort zone is what it is for a reason because you're tempted to go back to it. That's why it's the comfort zone. That's why excellence is in in such short supply because the only way to sustain excellence is to be conscious and intentional about it, as I've said over an extended period of time until it becomes a normal habit. This is one of the reasons why I wrote the book, The Third Debt. Fact is, most people cannot do anything intentionally and consciously over an extended period of time in order to build a new habit, because that's why it's true what I always say. People become a certain type of person in early adulthood and never change. Because any other way of being, you had to do it on purpose. You had to do it intentionally. You had to do it for a long enough time, getting through all the third days until it becomes a normal habit. And this is work. It takes effort. And most people just simply don't want to work. I just told you, most people are mediocre. I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. Look around at your own life. Look around at the people in your family. Oh, yeah, we're going there. Look at the people in your neighborhood. Look at your coworkers. You play a sport, look at your teammates. Are most of them excellent? No. Most people in your family, do they hold themselves to a standard of excellence? I'm talking about your extended family, your aunts, uncles, cousins. Do most of them, most of them, I mean, more than half, they hold themselves to a standard of excellence. The answer is no. I don't have to know you to know the answer is no. Look at your coworkers. Look at your teammates. Look at the people in your neighborhood. 
If you happen to be in any of those spaces and most of the people, more than half of them hold themselves to a standard of excellence, or do what you got to do to stay in that place because you are a lucky SOB if that's happening. For most of you, the answer is hell no. You're not just going to randomly fall into a place where everybody has a standard of excellence. Now, you could get there on purpose. There are places that these they do exist, but you got to go. You got to choose to go there. You're not just going to randomly land there. And most jobs, you got a bunch of random people from different places. Most families, a bunch of random people from different places. Most sports teams, random people from different places. Neighborhoods, same thing. Those don't just happen randomly. That has to be done on purpose. Most people become a certain type of person by around age 18 to 25, by the end of puberty, and they don't change. They just get older, fatter, and uglier. That's pretty much it. Not because they don't know there are other possibilities but because it's too much work for them to consciously change their habits. All right, changing your habits requires conscious effort. And effort, you know, most people ain't signed up for that. It's much easier to stay in the same place. Excellence is not a default, folks. You don't become excellent by default. You become mediocre by default. Excellence is a choice, which requires, again, intentionality and effort. And those two things, you're not going to find those in most people. Just the facts. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is do not fear excellence. Number three, with the results that are produced through excellence, what comes with it are another E word, expectations. When you show that you can produce a certain level of excellence, now there are expectations placed upon you. When you show that you can perform at a level that is above average, well, here's what actually is going to happen. All those mediocre people around you know what they're going to do. They're going to notice you. Because you're doing something different than what they're doing. And they will get behind you and they will become spectators. They stop participating. They actually become your cheerleaders. They become your audience. They'll get behind you and follow you. And actually, they're not really going to follow you. They will sit in the bleachers and watch you, but they'll cheer you on. Because you're doing something different than what they're doing. You're performing at a level that they simply don't want to take themselves to. Not that they can't. They just don't want to. And they'll watch you. That's what's going to happen. It is much easier to watch somebody else performing at a level of excellence than it is to demand a level of excellence of yourself. That's why many people, when they witness excellence, they, we all got choices when we witness someone performing at a level of excellence is we could A, damn, that person performing at a level of excellence. You know what? Let me pull myself up and get on their level. Let me get on the level that they're at and start performing at my own level of excellence. You could do that. That's option A. Here's option B. Let me just get me a nice seat and some popcorn. Let me watch them because this is an entertaining show. That's option B. Most people choose option B. That's why I said most people are average. Because choosing option A, first of all, you got to be intentional about it. And secondly, you're signing yourself up for work. Who signs up for work? Most people don't. And that's why this show ain't for everybody. I mean, it's literally called work on your game. You see how all this ties together? So when you show that you can perform at a level of excellence, most of the mediocre people around you will not be inspired to match you. Now, you might think that's what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. What they will do, though, is they will stop doing what they're doing and they will become your cheerleader. And that's cool. I mean, who doesn't like having cheerleaders? That sounds like a good thing, right? In theory, it is. But look at the flip side of it. When you show that you can perform at that level, now you got everybody watching you. Now you got all this scrutiny. Now you have all this attention. Now you have all these expectations on your shoulders of everyone expecting you to perform at that level all the time. And you don't have anybody to pass the torch to when you don't feel like it. It's all on you. So here's the question. Are you willing to exist underneath that spotlight? Are you willing to live underneath the heat of that kind of attention? 
of that kind of expectation that now that you've shown you can do it, now you got to do it every time. Now you got to do it every day. Now you got to be that person all day. Sounds good, right? Are you ready to sign up for that? In episode 12, 17, I talked about virtual mentors, part five, Michael Jordan. One of the things that I mentioned about Michael Jordan was the fact that once he realized that level of excellence he could perform at, not only did he hold himself to that standard, but he also pulled all his teammates up who were many of them, let's be honest, many of them were mediocre in terms of NBA standards. Let's say they were no, still in the top 1% in the world by being in the NBA, but by NBA standards, many of these guys are mediocre players. Knew they were mediocre because they were mediocre before they got to Michael Jordan's team. They were mediocre after they weren't on Michael Jordan's team anymore. Most of them were mediocre before him. They were mediocre after him. They were great while they were with him. Why? Because of his influence. It wasn't just the influence of him doing it himself. He also pulled everybody else up with him. That was really what made Michael Jordan great. It wasn't just his individual stats. It was the effect of his energy on everybody else in the group and that he got everyone else to bring their standards up to match his. It's one thing if you can do it. There's another thing you got all your teammates doing it. And that's the thing when you talk about basketball fans who are watching this or just sports fans. You want to compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan? Well, look what Michael Jordan did with the mediocre guys around him. Look what LeBron did with the mediocre guys around him. Michael Jordan just did it better. I'm not even going to call it a fact. Let's just call it a truth. He brought those guys up to a level that they simply couldn't get to without him. Again, that's a fact. We can look at it. Look at the stats. You can see that yourself. When you pull yourself up to a level of excellence, now you got to do it every time. Now you got to do it every day. And now you're not doing it alone. Because see, when you first show up, nobody knows you can be excellent. But as soon as you show it, now everybody's like, wait a minute, see that with him over there? See that? Damn. Now you do it again and again. And eventually, everybody's just going to stop doing it and they're just going to watch it. And there was this commercial back in the day. I don't know if many of you remember. It's probably in the early 2000s. It was a Nike basketball commercial. And it was two guys that they had in a commercial that you're not a basketball fan. You might not even know who these guys are. It was Paul Pierce and Jermaine O'Neal. Some of y'all might remember this commercial. You could probably find it on YouTube. And it was these two guys. They were two, at the time, all-stars in the NBA. They weren't no Michael Jordan level, but they were all-stars. These guys are no very uh, prosperous careers in the league. And they were playing five-on-five pickup basketball. Paul Pierce was on one team and Jermaine O'Neal was on the other team. And it would show them like their teammate might mess up or miss a shot or turn the ball over. And you see Jermaine getting annoyed because his teammate messed up. Paul Pierce getting mad because his teammate messed up. And then eventually Paul and Jermaine on separate teams, they just started like taking the ball and just dominating the game. Jermaine would go score and Paul Pierce would go score and they would just take over the game, just do everything on their own. And eventually what happened is all the guys on Paul Pierce's team, they just stopped playing. They went and sat down on the bleachers and just watched the games. They're like, all right, I'm not involved in this. Let me just watch Paul. And then all the guys on Jermaine O'Neal's team, they stopped playing. They went and sat on the bench and said, I'm not involved. Let me just watch Jermaine. And by the end of the commercial, it went from a five-on-five game to just Paul Pierce and Jermaine O'Neal playing one-on-one because they were pretty much doing everything anyway. And it's a microcosm. That commercial is a microcosm of what I'm describing right here. That's what happens in life when you show that you can be excellent is that for the most part, all your quote-unquote teammates is just going to stop playing. They're going to sit on the bench and watch you. Now, that sounds like a great proposition until you realize that because they're sitting there watching you, that means you got to perform every day. Question is, are you ready to do that? Are you ready to live up to that expectation? Let's recap today's class, which is do not fear excellence. Excellence being defined as quality being outstanding or extremely good. Number one, biggest challenge to sustain excellence is the fact that you are surrounded by sustained mediocrity most of the time. Most people are mediocre, average, going through the motions, just like most other people who you don't even know. And because we're social creatures, we are influenced by the people we're around, by the law of association. You become the average of the people you spend the most time with. That's why you have to be very, very conscious of who you're surrounding yourself with. And since 
as I just said, most people are mediocre. You have no choice but to have mediocrity around you no matter what you do. This is why you must be intentional about getting around excellence. This is why conferences, coaching, programs, masterminds, accountability groups matter so much so that you can be around excellence on a consistent basis to fight against the gravitational pull of the mediocre. Point number two, when you realize the potential of your excellence, it will be a feeling of discomfort because it is different from what you are used to doing. You must stick with it long enough to make it into a habit. Most people do not do this. This is the reason why most people can know what it feels like to be excellent, but they cannot stay at excellence. This is what the third day is about. This is the essence of the third day. Can you keep yourself at that level even when you don't always feel like it, even when it is uncomfortable? The comfort zone is a comfort zone for a reason. Excellence is a is not a default. It is a choice. Number three, when the results produced through excellence show up, now you get expectations. Now everybody's just going to sit on the bleachers and watch you like they were watching Paul Pierce and Jermaine O'Neal. was supposed to be five on five, became a one-on-one because everybody else said, oh, I'm not getting the ball anyway. Why not just watch this guy? That's how life becomes. When you show that you can be excellent, everybody's just going to sit around and watch you and become your cheerleader. This sounds like a great idea until you realize that with all those cheerleaders come scrutiny and expectation. Now you got to be that guy every single day. Are you ready to deal with that spotlight being on you all the time? Any of you ever been on a stage with a spotlight on you? That light is hotter than it looks from the audience. All that said, text me to get the daily motivation straight to your phone free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. And you're ready to step into the work on your game system and start applying it to your business and your life to get the results that you want. Nine part system. Go to work on your game university.com. Join my bulletproof mastermind. Let's get started. Again, that's work on your game university.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.